Gearheads Podcast. It's lights out and away we go! Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Happy Wednesday if you are with us on this 10th of May. If you're joining us for the first time, my name is Ving, and of course, this is Ving Gears Ed Podcast, a weekly talk show where sim racing is the king and motorsport will always come along. As you might know, every two weeks I will bring you the best people around both of the these roles. And next week we'll have Isaac Tumtulum, a GT and prototype driver, now driving for the GT Europe only in the endurance races. So we'll not be joined the Brandach, who will just be in Paul Ricard on the next month. But still, this will be one amazing uh, interview and I cannot wait to show you guys. But let's talk about what brings us today and that is IMS2. As I promised, we'll ask if Automobilista 2 will raise us from the ashes. But I will let a little bit to talk after as the game that have received a lot of hatred and love. But I still feel that ever force strong and we'll crack it and show what will come soon on the game. But like I say before that, let's crack all about the new software and hardware on this virtual world. As you can imagine, the new talk of the week have been Formula 1 23 from ESPOR. As we expected, 90% will not have any classics secure and only gonna have the grid of this year from Formula 1 and Formula 2. The tracks cars will be back, as you can imagine. McLaren, AMG, Mercedes, Ferrari and Aston Martin will come with a couple of different cars from safety cars to the other road ones. It'll be good to see them, but I will like it to have a little bit more content and probably the back of the classics. Remember the F1 2013, I think so? Codemasters where they have uh, uh, Walker voice all over on the classic cars. We have a lot of uh, classic drivers. It was something different and something new. But as you wait, I will talk in probably a month. We talk about the eSport and what they are doing to all these racing titles and what I expect a little bit more for them. But as you know, the game this year will feature two versions the Champion Edition featuring Max, that is the ambassador for the EA Games. And the standard, as I already talked with you guys, the Lewis, Landon Norris and Charles Leclerc will be on the cover. I think one of the worst covers I've seen on the game. But it, I say that's my point of view. Everyone will have a different view on that. But that's how I feel it. We don't know nothing more about the game for the moment. As we talk about, you're going to have the return of the story breaking mode. We don't know if it's going to be part of the my team. It be a individual uh, storyline so we'll see a little bit the game is promising a lot we'll come along the f1 manager on separate that is one that i'm expecting them to develop it even better as the game has been a little bit criticized by the the way that the game happened but let's see how we're gonna happen and i think let's hope EA games can crack better and bring us back the glorious days of like from 2021 from from 2020 and even the 19 was I think the last three times that the game will be really really good graphically the game is beautiful but still crack to 
work with a new type of cars and let's see how it's gonna develop it. Another one of the biggest news is Race Room dropped a roadmap for 2023 and can be a new revamp on the game that you guys know dated from 13. It's already 10 years from the launch of the game. But unfortunately, I think in graphic levels need a little bit more help and bring them to the new generation. But still, I think it's one of the best in terms of storing car content game on the market. You're talking about having years and years of DTM, classic DTM, uh, the WTCR, the WTCC. So is a lot of uh, touring cars there. And um, in terms of uh, circuits, have a good circuits too. We can uh, talk a little bit further about the new circuit that will come. They have one of probably the, my favorite circuits is Macau, and that is official. So it's kind of a cool game. In terms of the new content, will be a key 1.5, so a small, small one and cheap version will be the BMW M4 GT3, been available in a lot of games, but this one is a way of them calling us a little bit more, like I said, will be a small release between these two major content drops. Well, the next major one gonna be the Porsche, uh, the three models from St the Stuttgart uh, brand, Two modern racers and a vintage cap car will be the 992 generation of the 911 is providing more and more racing variants so race room will get two of them in july the porsche 992 gt3r and the 992 gt3 cup car the addition of the porsche 944 turbo cup will complete the pack and carry uh, the four r the three e's i think is one of the loved content and unique content on everything but like I say, for me, the king of all have to be Paulville. A sweet circuit is making its official return to sim racing, having not been original content in the title that I think from 2008-2007. So it's over over a decade, and is a twisty circuit with the around the city center of southwestern French town. If you guys know it, it's one of the oldest venues in France and it's been held the French Grand Prix in 1930. Today, I think GP is just, Paul GP is just historic and used for the TCR Europe's and the electric TCR cars. So it's going to be nice to see them coming back and bring something new. As you guys can imagine, Automobilista will receive another. Uh, quick hot fire so we're talking about the 192 set of course uh, competition it will uh, fix the BOP in some of the cars and will bring some new goodies so the GTR from 2018 and the Lexus RCF GT3 have been uh, tweaked to avoid excessive grounding out of the larger curves or the bumps that's good with the 1.9, as you guys know, come a lot of uh, balance of performance and rework on the um, Mercedes-AMG and that will bring a dominance that we saw on the Fanatec GT Pro Series and on the SRO Sim Pro Series 2 and Monza. So with that, the BOP at Monza and Laguna Seca have changed across the grid and that will be good to bring them a little bit more close to the new cars and a performance global. But as you know, Alpine eSports series has been a competition official on the GT4 using the Seto Corsa Competizione. And now we'll be able to use all the uh, liveries using by the drivers. 
so we can use the uh, livery from Dennis Schoeninger, from Jacquier, and from James Baldwin. I think I'll be honest, and I will be using James Baldwin livery. I think he's one of the hottest uh, drivers in sim racing. I think he's been performance very well this year, but he's adapting. He's a new team. I think Mercedes are putting everything on the basket. They have such a huge team in F1, such a huge team on the GTs. So I think they are bringing close a good good team on in terms of esports so i think it would be nice to see them kicking out all these uh, updates will bring a better performance to a game that i think already have a lot of love one curiosity guys that probably out of think people think don't remember i think if they were young is grand prix legend i think probably was one of the first games that i saw in terms of um, for Formula 1 content was Grand Prix 2 and I think Grand Prix uh, Legend in delivered in 1998. The game still receiving a lot of mods, is F fans all over the place and now they have a new mod that was released by Lee Bowden that uses GM Plus and it's patched the game from 60 uh, FPS to 100 frames per second. So you have a game that of course a little bit dated in terms of graphic, the physics are beautiful, have a lot of historic content that people love, have a lot of mods that keep coming and it's, it's crazy to think that um, a lot of the best sim racing titles still using or and the sim racing people still using a lot of the old games due to the better physics and, and then comparing to the modern times. I think sometimes gaming focuses so much on having beautiful environment, beautiful graphics and forgot that we prefer having a better feeling sometimes than the graphic. Of course, graphics are beautiful for content creators, are beautiful when you use for videos on YouTube, beautiful for videos on TikTok, Instagram, but when it comes to the proper handling, a lot of them, they miss a little bit and you know that uh, PlayStation for them, PlayStation Plus on this month offer a game grid that's been developed by EA Games 2 and Codemaster and is a game on the eye is beautiful, the cars look stunning, a lot of detail in terms of handling is the most arcade that you can have it remembering the games from the early 2000s in times of um, handling is that that you want to have beautiful graphics and not having the feeling of how to drive a real car or prefer driving a real car and worse graphics so it's always tricky and always different to know about this one but it's nice to see that a lot of people still having love for these classic games that you see on Rally with Richard Burns and that you see sometimes in Formula 1 where people prefer the GPL Grand Prix Legend that was coming from 98 and Richard Burns came from 2004. But let's close the talk about the news and talking about the upcoming thing in Sim Racing that a lot of people are eager and anticipated is a movie about the PlayStation game that turn a real-life race car driver that was the, his first official trailer drop online as of course you know is a Gran Turismo movie on my first glimpse the uh, movie looks movie looks stunning you know you have actors like David Arbor from Stranger Things Orland Blue from Lord of the Rings Pirates of Caribbean we have Archie Mad, Mad Cue from Sea from Midsommar so he's always featuring a prominent roster and the trailer looks okay but sometimes I have my cues. I know the story will be about 
I'm sorry if I don't gonna put his name correctly from Jan uh, Mardenborough as you know he was a Welshman in 2011 uh, was having playing the Gran Turismo and with that take him to the GT Academy where he won it and had a chance to drive uh, proper and work as a race driver for Nissan that been scoring podiums and wins in a lot of uh, op- uh, sport cars and open wheelers. So it's been always a very good story and it's nice to have it. But like I said, personally I have my doubts that can be good, not because of the movie, but from the excess and sometimes overwork in terms of CGI. You know, and that can take a little bit the real motorsport sense away from the real life, like we saw for example in movies like Need for Speed. The bad way that you see driving and the movies, the Fast and Furious, you know, when they do excessive gear shifting, uh, stunts that you never see on the trailer, you can see a little bit of the bad CGI and excess on already on the LMP2 crash. But for me, that's not only about negativity, I think in terms of positivity, the f- game brings a freshness for movies and motorsport aficionados take a little bit breath of, uh, the breath away from uh, superhero movies uh, that we are now all the time seeing so oh I think something that I forgot to mention is that the movie of Gran Turismo is supposed to be set in Le Mans as you guys can imagine but instead it's been recording in Hungary so that those uh, people that have uh, been disclosure that they've been going painting the curbs to look like Le Mans and everything so already that put us as an aficionado you can look and see okay this is not Le Mans uh, it's Hungary but as I say we cannot complain all the time we have received a lot of good movies about motorsport we have Rush you have Ford vs Ferrari that are good movies but when you're looking on the perspective of um, not the story, but the perspective of see the cars, the cars you see that they are not handled properly, a lot of excess of GTI in a lot of things. So I have my doubts, but I have my enthusiasm on both parts. So let's see how it will look. You know, sometimes movies can come and have uh, bad reviews and people love it, still love it. So I think it will be good even for sim racing, for uh, showing that it's not only a game. Of course, the story is not 100% real. We saw that the trailer already focused Gran Turismo 7. I think on that time will be Gran Turismo 5 around. So it's already a different, um, different story uh, line, but I think it's important to see what is, and I think supporting a little bit the title that's been with us already for many years. I, I will say that probably was my first. I don't think so. I, would, I think so. I think it was my first game. Game. So a little bit a small disclosure. When I get my PlayStation One, um, my father, on the time, of course, economic was not very good, and he could get a ship. It was very classic in Portugal. Have a ship and enjoy the games downloaded by the PC. So we had a friend that would put a ship on the PlayStation, and with that we could play the games that we went for free, so I will get the games like uh, around, I don't remember if it would be around one year. It would be around one year, we just we pay the CD and we'll have the game. And of course, we, when we get it, he give us some free games and Gran Turismo was one of them. That one will come in two, in the, um, the game will come in the two CDs, 
of course, arcade separated from the single mode uh, that we can could have all the normal Gran Turismo. And even on, on PlayStation 2, the first game that I get would, would be Gran Turismo 3. So Gran Turismo will be always around my storyline and will be always a game that we care. And like me, I think everyone that comes from the 80s will have the same feeling that Gran Turismo will be probably one of the first games, if you have a PlayStation, that you will have with you on your young link. But like I say, it's time to talk about this theme of the week and we'll talk about Automobilista 2. Yeah, will you think that Automobilista will raise from the ashes? On my point of view, I think yes, I think they are doing something good, but let's crack it from the beginning. Oh, I say I will start always talking about my point of view and uh, I just bought a game recently so I would say I jump straight in the better phase of the game. So a lot of things are already well sorted, a lot of things so I just know them by videos on YouTube or by talking with the community. So of course it's a little bit difficult. The game is pricey, yes, so if you, pl you pretend to enjoy the game in full uh, power with all the DLCs, all the tracks, of course you will spend around 100 euros. That is a little bit pricey, but they remember that if you go to R Factor 2 or to any type of title ride racing and you want to have enjoy race room, if you want to enjoy the full grid, you're gonna always to pay probably much more. Yes, the game focus. Yes, the game focus and majority in the Brazilian motorsport scene. But you need to remember, Raze is Brazilian. They defending the colors and they is what it means for them. So they have show us a little bit what is a motorsport in Brazil. A lot of people that are not familiar with the game and familiar with what is motorsport in Brazil, they will think, okay, these cars are unreal. Uh, the cars don't exist, but in South America, a lot of cars that they have there don't exist, for example, in the American market, in Europe, or in Asia. Let's, for example, talking about a classic car that is a Fiat Uno, that for us, I think, I don't want to say mistake it, but probably is not factored. By factory, is not made at since 94, probably 95, probably, probably a little bit more late, I don't remember, because I've got young at the time, but I remember my family had a Fiat Uno, my mother never had it, my mother had a Abarth and the Panda. But yeah, it was classic cars, but if you still go into Brazil, it is a car that's still selling there. So a Fiat still developed the uh, Uno there, you know, like with a Punto style, but the outside still being a little bit similar to the Uno, because it's a classic car there and people love it. So. It's a lot of uh, different types of cars, but you have full stock car list from 2017 to these days. It's something that only exists on uh, Automobilista 2. You have the F3 Brazilian, you have the Fusca, the Unoka, the Opalas, the Gofan, and many others. And all of that is classic, classic Brazil uh, motorsport. And that's for people that probably like me that grow up knowing a little bit about that is something amazing. Of course, I'm gonna have a lot of DLCs and a lot of 
generic uh, uh, different types of cars. You have the Brazilian endurance that has a lot of cars that you don't know. But after you have uh, full retro F1 cars, you have cars from the 70s, from the 60s, from the 90s, early, late 90s. We have the V10s, we have a lot of uh, V12s, V10s, V8s from the 70s to these days. And of course, they are, a lot of them are generic due to not have license. A lot of them are not there, so you have you can have the Brahman, you can have the I forgot now the Alfa Romeo with the vent. Uh, you have uh, a lot of the McLaren ones, of course. I can say uh, times you have some Lotos, but Lotos are a little bit involving a lot of games. But still, even the generics, you know, you can see that a lot of them they have have a little bit of um, the Benetton colors. The Benetton look-alike, Mantra look-alike, so you still have there a lot of them, generic but still there, and they provoke a lot of fun. You have classics, uh, uh, Australian Grand Prix there, so that is not so bad. Of course, that is the content, and after we need to talk about what is important, is the game himself and the physics. On type of um, HUD, I think the game feels rush. The interface, comparing, for example, when they use the same um, engine that Project Car 2, I think that a lot of time when you go for the vision on tires, if you guys remember Project Car uh, 2, will be a more clean way. So you will have the G-Force, we'll have uh, all the telemetry, the tire way, and will looking beautiful in terms of uh, Automobilista 2, feels rushed feels a little bit rustic and feel old school and dated so in these type of things if you pass from one game to the other one you strip and you, you see straight away that it's missing a lot of things in terms of single player is not existible so you can create your single race you can create a championship that is good was something that was missing on one project car 2 but after from that part is nothing Remember that Project Car 2 followed a little bit the path that was already set by Talker Race Driver 2 and Talker Race Driver 3, and that will be starting on the low category and create a progression like you are a professional uh, motorsport driver. That Project Car 2 make it beautiful, and that interface and everything is amazing. In terms of automobilista 2, interface in terms of car is beautiful, is there. But in terms of single uh, race content, I think you need a little bit more uh, factors to bring us a sense that you are playing a racing game. Not only create your championship, but having a terms of already set championships and set mentality. You see that you have uh, the stock car racing, you can make the F3 championship. So they are there because all the trucks are there, but a part of that are much more and I think miss a little bit more of single race content to bring us more close to the simulator. But like I say, this is my opinion and I jumped straight away in on the time that the game have already a lot of content. So imagine if you buy the game and you just have Brazilian trucks as a beginning, you just have uh, the Brazilian uh, manufactured cars, the retro stock cars, the retro classic GT cars, Brazilian, st uh, the stock cars from these actual years, the Euro Cup, the Brazilian Endurance, I must feel that probably it was missing something, and yeah. But for me, the big main problem that I found even before I put any car, any contact, 
will be when I jump to the first round at my home. So the first time I come with the game, I play at Forest Motorsport, where the game has everything set up. You play with the direct drive wheel. I was using a GSI um, a wheel on SimQ Pro uh, wheelbase. So you, you are already set for a good race experience. On this time, I jump at my home on my Trustmaster TGT and using the even the Trustmaster GT original wheel. First thing was the wheel was not no uh, was recognized of course, but will not feeling any of the grip. I will not feel any of the interface of the track with the wheel, so was no communication at all. I have to Google it and I found it that take it almost two years for people have a very good feeling with this type of uh, belt uh, wheelbase against uh, the direct drive. Like I said to you it was an horrible experience and it was like I was uh, driving with a controller so if you have if I had a car that didn't have any type of downforce it was a car with a down a lower downforce yeah I would feel it but if I had a car with a uh, high downforce like a normal car I would not feel if the car was going away, if the car was sliding, I would not feel nothing. And like I said, I have to Google, download the codec, and apply it to my Trustmaster wheel. In terms of that, of course, the game start getting better. But still, it's missing there a lot of things, you know. Uh, Project Car 2 was not working, but in terms of Automobilista 2, I feel that it's not working comparing, for example, as an Assetto Corsa uh, Competizione. In terms of Assetto Corsa, you have to remember that the game is using a lot of mods and that probably is why it's so loved, is because you can apply everything. So that probably takes us a little bit away and is where people found problems with Automobilista 2. But in my opinion, the big problem that people found with Automobilista 2 is that they are using the I say the madness engine and the engine came from uh, Project Car 2 that already have a lot of problems on feeling so automatic people when you see that associated automatic they already go with cold feet okay this is using the Project Car 2 Project Car 2 game will not work Project Car 3 was a mess so I think will be a no and that automatically if you go already with the cold feet as soon as you see something will automatic trigger so when I jump in the game I have to go without that mentality of Project Car 2 will be bad because for me Project Car 2 is okay is bad but if you come off years of playing on PlayStation 4 where you don't have any game set of course is there but don't bring nothing you know you cannot use mods so it's just the game that bring that came from the box. Except of course, the competition is not near what you see in the, the PC and still left. Uh, for example, we don't have the 1.9 on the PlayStation or on consoles. You still using the 1.811, it's good, but you don't have the new cars. So, automatically, you are already working in months of different. So, Project Car was a bit, even the one and the two was the best thing on the market for us. So in terms of that, it's good. Of course, if you come, like I say, associated to the game in the PC where you have race room, 
where you have uh, even Automobilista 1, where you have uh, iRacing, R Factor 2, is that of course, uh, I said of course a competition, of course, Automobilista jump and is dead on the middle of all these big names and you don't have nothing to look, so of course everyone gonna think okay the game is already out so I remember an interview with James Baldwin when the people asked him uh, about titles like as Automobilista 2 and he said what is that? And when people explain how oh, it's uh, a game by Razer Studios uh, and using the Madness engine from Project Car 2 he automatically say okay it's shit but he didn't try so automatic I know the feeling will be not love associated to this title but I still feel that the game slowly slowly is development and gonna have a look on what the 1.5 will bring there's a lot of goodies things there there's a lot of things that probably will bring the game from ashes and let's talk about that last podcast we talk about the cars we talk about what will bring we have the new circuit Barcelona is coming on the end of the month we come a lot of um, uh, USA uh, retro cars we're gonna have um, uh, the Junior 1600 retro it's, it's coming good good stuff slowly slowly it's coming good stuff and that is always lovely but first let's see what the devs say about the 1.5 as you know the 1.5 will bring physics tire aerodynamic and suspension new to the game that will be current already on it Vintage Formula 1, Vintage, uh, sorry, Formula 1 Retros, Formula 1 Classics, Formula USA, the IndyCar, F Ultimate gener- uh, Generation 2, that is the cars currently from Formula 1, and the P1 prototypes, so that is a Brazilian class, but still uh, kind of fun. They have the GTP, I think, only the Cadillac, I don't want to say a mistake. That is okay, but they could bring a little bit more. I think it would be nice to have the Akuras. But it's nice already have this one. So what we are going to expect is a new overall on all the physics around these cars, as you can imagine. So there was a lot of problems with the uh, set tire model and the way that was interacted with the ICMP motor. So with that, will they change a little bit the tire-related values and that net will change the impact on different cars and the different ways of course, a lot of them are on oval from the former former USA, but you will see that is a massively improved and noticeable, more accurate dynamics, and that will present several difference on the overall of the game. Generally speaking, what you may expect, in my point of view, is the F uh, the V 1.5 physics with driving a perspective, the car is more precise and will will bring a more response to the steering inputs which make us feel more connected to the role than before and that is not promised only from them it's promised even for a lot of people that are reviewing the 1.5 so it will be better tire a little bit before the peak slip angle and more severely so that is good thing on highlights they are saying they're pushing a little bit to use the boot files for more installation and possibly lifting some of the hurdles based on the feedback being received on the topic of modding. So that will bring a better modding to the Automobilist 2 and I think that is what missing. The game is lacking a little bit on content in terms of uh, like for example prototypes and I think bringing prototypes with classic uh, circuits that, are, that you see there, the possibility of 
bring Lema that will bring a lot of things good to the game in terms of multiplayer. The, sh the game should receive some substantial upgrades, including some netcode development, and this is what you can expect, I think, from a game that is already in the surviving mode. Because sim racing is such a small niche that when you come, you need to pleasure everyone, and it's been it's difficult. You have, you have people that are aficionados of Santa Costa and they will defend Santa Costa over Santa Costa soon. The same against uh, R Factor 2, uh, against uh, iRacing or against Raceroom. You see Max Verstappen because the game had problems having a burst and say for everyone to delete the game. So a lot of aficionados will always follow this path. And I, I understand you buy a game, you want the game to perform as well. And the thing is, they are leasing us and they are changing. Of course, the games are pricey, but they are changing. They are not dropping a game every year, for example, as you see on EA Games. But for me, is one of the good points is they've been keeping improving the game. I think Automobilista 2 will stay for probably 2-3 more years, and I think that's when the game will start developing. In terms of costs, yeah, it's £100 for having all the DLCs, but remember, all that DLCs including everything, you don't need to pay anything more in terms of games like iRacing, R-Factor 2 you still have to pay and now if they open the mod mode I think will be a revamp to the game and like I say the game will pass from Ashes to a zombie mode on the, on the niche that is very, very hard to pleasure so in my, in my belief I think you see, like I say, EA Games racing as greed, and for speed, F1 and Forza, and always been in the big numbers. And uh, due to the price of sim racing, I think it's a little bit difficult to pleasure. But this is a game that is not for a controller user; it's for a sim racer. So I think it will be good to us see a little bit more different, and I think it will be good to everyone. The automobilist can a little bit better, and I think. I will start doing a lot of content with Automobilista. I enjoy the game more than I was expected because I was with a lot of cold feet when I get the game. The game is getting somewhere and like I say, for not everyone has the money to spend every time on iRacing. I would like to wear iRacing or to own a license for iRacing. But on the moment, I don't have the financial possibilities to have the game available on my hands. So, you know, I need to go and pleasure this niche that at the moment is uh, Automobilista, GT7, uh, probably Forza, F1 when it comes, even LEGO, I will give him a try, I think it would be good to see LEGO on the, on the channel, so, you know, sim racing is such a big role inside this small niche, so it's hard to pleasure everyone, but it's what it is. If you guys follow the channel and you follow me here on the podcast, I will bring you content and now uh, soon, for example, about the game that is Dakar. I will have an interview with uh, Saba Porto, he's organized, I think it will come in around two months, because as you guys imagine, I need to work with advance when I make my interviews, but it will be something really nice to see uh, and hear about them, what they're talking about the game and what they're talking about the game. I know the first game was very negative, the second game still having a lot of uh, negative views but they are working they are such a small team the same thing with Razer and sometimes it's difficult for them to close on everyone and pleasure everyone so let's see if Automobilista will come from the ashes I think he's on a 
a really good way and let's hope let's feel um, positive and having a positive vibe around sim racing i think it's too much negative already around the world so let's push sim racing because it's coming uh, great times i feel that the games is, are going somewhere so let's see what will bring us yeah this was a hard week to see all the races i just could put my eyes in one and that was the pesk even enough time to see the pesk uh the normal one i know that yogo pinto unfortunately have to come from the uh, maker quality have to come from the pit due to the accidents that he had on the previous uh, race but uh he make a good uh, racing when i saw the highlights but i saw a full grid on the all-star and i think was very good close race uh, super enjoyable glad to see uh, persons like jimmy uh, broadman uh, join us and having a good moment i think it went very well for him uh, as i think probably he didn't have the pace he just have to get used you know he's, a, he's such a busy man that probably <laughs> he didn't have time to try and training a little bit on the game but it was good to see everyone there enjoying but as you know this is the right time yeah is when i ask you to join my patreon my youtube share the love and i know that uh, it's difficult but it's two pounds i know two pounds will help me a not a lot but it will bring help to the channel will bring help to macmillan as we share everything with macmillan last month we made the first 50 pounds donation not for macmillan but for our sponsor in portugal but we're still looking for sponsors here on on the english version is a little bit difficult as i don't know so many people around but please keep sharing the love on the youtube on instagram wherever you found the channel please give us love on youtube i had the last ps5 video about assetto corsa competizione and i'm recording and finalizing all the things about the the steam games for free and it's a little bit difficult to have everything recorded and for example to have everything done so you know it's a little bit tricky on my way to have everything but the ps5 uh, across the game is there we talk about the last um, update and all the cars handling so go there and share some love and if you join the patreon you know that it's for free, it's available for everyone, so of course, if you want, you can pay and join the Patreon, if not, who's will be there, and that time is a Fuji Speedway 88 to 93, the all the track for free, of course, available only for Assetto Corsa, and it's a classic track, a lot of love, I know it's a Japanese, Asian uh, track, you, you have a track already available in a lot of games, classic on the Gran Turismo, and race room uh, R Factor 2. I think is an automobilista, but I don't want to lie. But this is uh, 88 from 93 version, so we can pop up your uh, Supra, uh, classic Supra, uh, with a Castro livery and enjoying this amazing truck. Motorsport is here and in terms of motorsport guys, it is not so much to talk but it's a little bit good things. So for us in Portugal the DWRC is coming soon and of course it's always a great moment more that starts from my town. 
last year I could have the pleasure to go and they were celebrating the 50 years so imagine I could see the cars from the 70s, the 80s the group B, the 2000s, the 90s it was a good experience and of course it was good to see that my wife was there with me and see Otto Tanak uh, winning that stage on the town in front of her it was like always good to see that she was quite pleasure to see the flag of Estonia going around and it's good to always have the rally starting from our town this year will be a little bit different they still having the starting on the university but all that uh, first stage will go in other town that is near my town is like a beach wave so they will have a very uh, huge strip line where they can go and perform as a lot of good racing so it will be nice still nice to see that around us but changing a little bit the way that we talk about the motorsport I don't want to go on and say oh A, B, C win and they make this time, they make that time so it's not something that I want only to share I want to bring something different and that will start from this moment so let's bring what I learned from Formula 1 on this weekend it's much better talking this way first Red Bull clear seem communicate only in one way and Max is number one Sheku is there to bring the manufacturers prove me wrong if you want it but that's the way I feel it and that's the way that we everyone will feel it if they love Formula 1 in terms of uh, overtakes 60, 60 overtakes 43 of that ones was showing to us in live broadcast last year race at 52 and that is the maximum that we have this season so Bahrain 37, Saudi Arabia 36, Australia 29, Azerbaijan 23, the Sprint 20 and Miami now 60 all these numbers combined don't make the same that make in the IndyCar in one race third fact and this is amazing Checo Perez have now the same amount of victories from a Charles Leclerc pole as having Charles Leclerc from his own poles. <laughs> this is amazing and shows us how Sheku can perform very well when uh, Leclerc have a pole. So if Leclerc make another pole, I will preview that probably will be a Sheku victory. That's, that's a fact, that is crazy, but that's a fact. Third one, Ferrari isn't that back. First, they are ready or fast enough for the strength of the Red Bull. Aston Martin is faster and they are lucky to be on the same way as Mercedes because Mercedes are weak too. So I don't think Ferrari are, for, are fast enough for a type of uh, race like um, Miami. Let's see if they're gonna bring something new to Imola, but I don't think so. Uh, fifth fact is Nick De Vries, if continue like this, will not survive for the next year. His mistakes are huge, far away from the mentality that he had on William Stint. I think people didn't saw that he made a lot of mistakes on F2. Even when he was champion on Formula E, uh, he was on a, on a very good fast car, so the car would. Mercedes car on that time was fast. He only had the DS on the time uh, fighting with them. They have a lot of problems, for example, the cost, they have a lot of problems. So his championship is a pole. I think 
if you continue like this on the next uh, two races, I think his seat will be unfolded, comparing with uh, Yuki Tsunoda is far away from it. The sixth fact is Leclerc already have the same numbers of crash as Mick Schumacher had last year. Of course, uh, Mick Schumacher had a huge crash in uh, Monaco, uh, probably in, uh, in terms of money-wise is not near, but in terms of accident numbers and crashes, this Leclerc is already surpassed uh, Schumacher and I'm seeing a 2020 Charles Leclerc uh, vibes in terms of it. The uh, seven uh, fact is that, uh, as everyone knows, the medium uh, tires was not near what would be the hard ones, so in correcting and the effect of the fuel reduction, the hard ones had almost no drop off in performance, just on the last few laps, and we're talking about when um, Max went over the 40 laps. Comparing with the medium, the medium compounds was uncompetitive, slightly slower than the hard ones, even on the first half stint. And that is what we learn about Formula uh, 1 on this Miami Grand Prix. I think it was a little bit, I'm sorry, a shit show comparing with Ali Grand Prix, overpricing. Just around 97,000 people there is not what you're expecting. You have, um, I went to Silverstone and you have uh, 200,000. So I think just because it looks nice on TV or just because it looks nice for F1, don't mean it looks nice for the people that follow F1. F1 needs people to follow, to, there are them to pay the tickets. It's not the stars that pay the tickets. The stars are there for free, a lot of them. So remember, stars are there to bring more the average Joe. But if uh, Formula One is not the performance, average Joe will not be there. So the stars will be there for nothing. And that's is everything I have to talk about F1. In terms of uh, Formula E, what I learned is first, Jaguar is fast. Even the cost already say that they are equally or probably faster than the Porsche this year. Second Porsche lost the top of both uh, lead driver and the team, so poor performance and a weak strategy. Of course, a lot of uh, problems on in the um, last race when when the Costa was taken out. Again, the Costa was going for the fifth position is again having uh, problems, but that are racing incidents, so we cannot do nothing around that, and it's nothing new. Third, the slipstream from the cars are weak and that was seen on Monaco. I don't know if it's due to the poor design of the way that it's designed, it's like more a spaceship, cornery spaceship. So I don't know if that will affect the car or not, but I can see that the stream is not there. Fourth, DS Penske are not ready, but they still have a fight for the driver title. As you know, Jean Verne is there and you know, sometimes something can happen and trigger the victory, so let's see how it goes and how it unfolds. In terms of race, British GT give us a full race at Silverstone. And you guys, if you don't know, was for free on YouTube. is always a good way to help and bring us closer to a race that is full. Uh, or the grid of complete uh, full grid. You have GT 
three driving with GT4s and was amazing. Unfortunately, we had a, uh, a eye crash involving Aaron Moore. I have the privilege to meet him and even share the simulator with him uh, in a race in motorsport and forest motorsport. But as we were trying to rejoin, uh, it was uh, told by another McLaren 720 and he was hit at around 120 miles per hour. Fortunately, he was feeling alright and we are glad for that as he have a lot to give us and I'm pretty sure that he will be one of the first persons to go to Le Mans on his conditions. So, for my part, Aaron, you are doing amazing, you are fighting and I feel that you will be doing more and we will see much more on races. I could not follow a lot of motorsport, I know it was NASCAR, it was a big incident, not on the race, but outside with the two drivers uh, fighting fist-to-fist and hockey-style type of um, fight, but I could not carry uh, too much and see too much about the race, unfortunately, it was a little bit sick and a little bit too much things going on. But we will carry on in this format. I think it's better than I keep and saying who won, who less. We have a lot of people, a lot of people with beautiful podcasts that I cannot fight. And I think I need to give you guys something different. Sim racing is there. I just need to project more my voice, project more a little bit, a little bit, a little bit the way that I talk. But that is with the training. It's coming a lot of good things to the podcast. Isaac Tumtulum is coming. I have Alex Rizzoli already interviewed. I have Cyberport with the Dakar game coming. We have Mark Forster, is one F1 engineer and a sim racer aficionado with one good thing that you guys gonna learn a lot of him. So it's a lot of things come to the pod. So please keep helping, keep subscribing. As you know, podcast is not separated from the English version to the Portuguese version. So when you go now to the English version, you will have only the English um, episodes and the Portuguese episodes will be on a separate podcast that will be a little bit different, probably take me a little bit down on the charts on a lot of parts, but it's, way, it's a better way for I know what's going on, if the Portuguese performs well, if the English one is performing well and separate a little bit the things. But for my part, it's everything. I see you on next week when you're gonna have a lot to talk with Azak Tum Tum and a lot to talk about sim racing. See you guys.